When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. GDC podcast on Game Dev Unchained. This is Larry Charles, one half of the Game Dev Unchained podcast team. And you know, I always act like I don't bring Brandon. Well, this time I actually didn't bring Brandon. I have a guest host. He said it was okay that I can bring this person on, though. We worked it out behind the scenes. This week, replacing Mr. Brandon Pham. Mr. Brandon Pham. What's up, everybody? I am as surprised as you are. This is... (laughs) The GDC episode 2018 that everybody's been asking for. This, again, is all about GDC, how to prepare, uh, where the parties are at, and most importantly, how to find us, right? So I don't know if you have noticed, Larry, but we haven't officially hit our Patreon goal to make an official (laughs) GDC, GDU party, right? So instead, we're going to do something better. And we'll explain at the end of the episode. Yeah. So listen all the way through and we'll talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> but right we, now, let's just go into it, right? So for the people who have listened to us before, this is probably our second second GDC episode. Mm-hmm. Um, so a little bit of an overview for those who haven't gone. It is, what is it, Larry? What would you describe it as? So the Game Developers Conference, GDC at the Moscone Center in San Francisco, this year is going to be fantastic for students, for old devs, intermediate devs. But to those who don't know, consider GDC that one time a year where the entire game industry gets together to do two things. Brag about being game developers and party with other game developers. I mean, it really boils down to that. During the day, you have lots of conferences, you have lots of talks where companies will unveil tech, they'll unveil some of their postmortems, you know, storytelling techniques, uh, special lighting and rendering, you know, seminars, or Unreal Under the Hood, you know, like really get in depth and talk to some of the engineers about what may be coming forth from their engine technology. This is when the entire industry really gets to show the big guns, and not like E3 where they're trying to promote their games for advertising and marketing and sales. This is more so the tech and the lifeblood of our industry. This is one of the best times of year because after all the nerdy stuff, <laughs> right? We're somewhere around 4:30, you can stroll on out of the Moscone Center right across the street and that's where the rest of GDC happens where everyone is usually at the bars, the restaurants, the pubs trading war stories, making friends, handing out business cards, avoiding students and drinking beer. That's pretty much that's pretty much the other half of the GDC, and that's the part I like just as much as the conferences and the tech demonstrations. It's a, a whole week of game development and game debauchery. Right. Like any conventions that you would go to that is very concentrated on a specific mm. topic, the Game Developer Conference is all about the game developers and the games mm. that was made in the year or you know, or the forthcoming months, right? And it's really breaking it down and educating everybody about yeah. what's working and what's not. Mm. Uh this is the equivalent of TED Talks for us, basically. Yep. Um, and as years gone on and as I got more and more experience, 
the game developer conference has gotten more and more fun for me. And I mentioned in this last year's episode where last year was the most fun I've ever had at GDC. And I didn't even have Expo Pass. I didn't go to any of the talks. It was literally four or five blocks of San Francisco and anyone that you rub shoulders with are game developers. Mm -hmm. And it's a great place to uh, network. But as you can imagine, it's a great place to meet up old friends that have moved on from to different companies across the nation, across the world. Like I, I, there's so many times that I was there last year where I, I haven't seen people for like seven to, you know, six to seven years. And mm-hmm. we just, you know, just, just bump into each other. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's within five blocks and everyone is there. So it, it was really cool to kind of just have this huge reunion with everyone that you ever worked with. And, um, and like I said, like the parties, uh, free drinks, uh, everyone's getting drunk and having fun. It's like a really harm. Yeah, and, and you know how key developers are. We're harmless. It's just good old fun and driven by common interests. So everybody's pretty much a friend from the get go. Uh, so with that being said, let's kind of go with some resources here. Right. Mm-hmm. So GDC, of course. Larry did a great description of what it is, uh, but it can get kind of confusing, right? Of what to do. Uh, so let's cover that first. Sure. Right. People who have never visited San Francisco. Uh, how would you describe San Francisco for new people <laughs> this is, who haven't been here before? Sure. Here's the San Francisco crash course. I'm going to tell you the good, the bad, and the ugly, so to speak. The good Great public transportation. You can get anywhere you want. Uber, Lyft, taxi, or uh, what's the 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 Dart Bart system? Bart the Bart system. Yeah, the Bart. So yeah, I'll cover this a little bit before yeah, you yeah. go on. So the sure. Bart system is pretty much the public transport. Uh, so it, they have they have a monthly fee, but of course you're not here for a month, right? Yeah. You only hit, you're here for like that week. So it's actually pretty good if you get a Clipper card. The Clipper card is actually the uh, the debit card of the yeah. transit system, mm-hmm. where you just load up like Dave and Buster's uh, the amount, <laughs> you ride and then you just yeah, and you just ride, and it tells you how much money you have left. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend it because yeah. it's actually uh, saves you a lot of money traveling around, and especially if you're staying within San Francisco the BART system is the way to go uh, to get back and forth around the city. Uh, you don't want to drive. You don't want to rent a car. Yeah. Uh, even if you landed in SFO, you can take the BART system into San Francisco without any traffic, without any worries, without wasting cash. Yeah. And when you're going to the DC, you're either walking a lot mm-hmm. or you're going back to your hotel with the BART. So make sure to look into that before you come here into san francisco territory mm-hmm. uh it gets kind of sketch yeah. <laughs> after after hours and um in terms of hours the the bart system does end at 11 p.m i think that's a new curfew in you know uh instated like a couple years ago because mm-hmm. i guess too many drunks uh, and too many craziness after a certain time but that that yeah. doesn't mean the city closes at 11 p.m it's just the public transport system Uber and Lyft is all night long. Exactly. (laughs) So it's called the Clipper card. Look at the BART system, San Francisco. Mm -hmm. If you're staying within the city, even if you're in a little outside the city, the BART Mm -hmm. system is pretty connected everywhere. So 
look into that. Yeah, the satellite stations will get you into the city and out of the city, no problem. You should be fine if you just depend on the BART for public trans, so don't worry. Uh, I think the next thing I wanted to bring up is also, Brandon kind of hinted at it like the drunks and the crazies. That is something that you're going to have to watch out for in San Francisco. I hate to say it to people who are from and love San Francisco, but they know it's true, especially around the Moscone Center this time of year. There's going to be a lot of people who will be begging or who will be asking for money or who will be uh, asking for food or asking for anything that you can give to them. And sometimes it's an unpleasant experience because, you know, one, you don't want to be asked that probably 15, 20 times a day. But, you know, if you stay around that area all day, you'll probably like reach a quota of at least five, six, seven times someone's going to ask you for money. So if you're afraid of that kind of contact, you know, and I hate to even say this kind of stuff, but obviously stay in a group, you know, make sure that you're there with friends or at least you're walking close to a group of other people, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, use them as a shield. Yeah, I, I really hate to talk so down, but I know that not everybody's six foot five, <laughs> right, you know, right. two hundred and eighty pounds. <laughs> so I have yeah. to be conscious of I, even six foot five, <laughs> two hundred and eighty pounds. You can yeah, yeah, <laughs> find even, yourself in trouble in San yeah, Francisco. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I shouldn't even say that. <laughs> well, well let's say luck. this. Right? <laughs> out of out of all the homeless people I've met, they San Francisco are the friendliest. Yeah. <laughs> so after a certain point right the the dangerous thing and not really too dangerous this is just like any city right that is pretty congested um you can find yourself in a nice place one block Mm -hmm. and then walk a little and you find yourself in the most dangerous parts in san francisco i would say that right so just pay attention to your surroundings if you're partying hard make sure you're traveling with friends because you don't want to get lost uh, you will get to take advantage of yeah. if the opportunity to arise. But I, I would say uh, in most cases, you know, I don't think these guys are too violent, mm-hmm. but just say any yeah. situation that can be desperate, you know, yeah. you can find yourself in trouble. I would say this, use the badge boundary system before you cross the street, look for GDC badges on the other side of the street. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's once you stop seeing the badges, then, you know, like, all right, now I'm starting to go into unknown territories and all jokes aside, just be safe. Just be safe. It's a, it's a great place. Great time of year. There will be lots of game developers there, but it's also inner city, San Francisco. And that comes with its own surprises. We'll just say Mm -hmm. surprises. Mm -hmm. Uh, The ugly, I will say this. I've been to GDC many times and I have never not gone and seen a woman not get sexually harassed at some point. Oh yeah, I'm being completely honest. And this is from game developers to other game developers, just random passerbyers to females. Uh, And even men, like actually, you know, San Francisco is San Francisco. So be Mm -hmm. careful. You know, uh, there's a lot of guys out there who might get groped a little bit. And I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just being completely honest. I've seen some shit go down in San Francisco where people were put in uncomfortable or unwanted sexual situations where, you know, somebody advanced on them and no wasn't enough. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'll just say this, please make sure you know who you're hanging out with. Make sure you know who you're partying with, especially to the young ladies or, the, you know, the people who are listening to this, who may have had some personal experiences. GDC is not without debauchery. There is a lot of people looking to hook up. 
It's mm-hmm. it's kind of like LinkedIn turning into Facebook. It's like, oh, I'm going to this party with all my game developer friends. And then you get there and you realize they're doing the same shit that people do in regular bars, even though they're game yeah, developers. Yeah, yeah. There will be That's people true. trying to hit on you, trying to talk to you, trying to give you a business card and say that it's for, oh, I'm interested in your portfolio. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, be smart. You know, just don't put yourself in bad situations. If you can help it, keep your eyes open and be prepared. I don't want to scare people and ruin this. I just want to let you know that, like, you need to be safe. You need to be careful and just keep your eyes open and stay with with good people is all I'm going to say. Yeah, you should be fine. If right. you do that. Yeah. I mean, we're within our own. Uh, how you say it, skin mm-hmm. like a. Uh, so like we're with our own people. So again, if you're going there by yourself and I, I feel like there's probably a lot of developers that do just fly in by themselves and mm. just hang out, right? Mm. Uh, network fast and, and, and just make sure that uh, you're traveling in groups, mm. basically. And I, I feel like if you're with another person or so to watch your back, you usually are fine, mm. right? It's when you feel, uh, you, when you look like a prey, Right, that that attracts predators, and we don't want to go too 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 far off. Like San Francisco is a pretty nice place, but like any city that gets too dark, and you look like a prey, you know, you're just gonna you're asking for trouble. So, um, and this is that this is that narrative of like just because I'm dressed this way doesn't mean that I deserve. Like we get it. You don't want to be in that. We get it. You don't want to be in that. Yeah. I'm just being honest. You know what I mean? Like, don't be the nail that sticks up if you don't want to deal with getting hammered. That's a terrible analogy, but you know what I mean. I hate to say that the responsibility is on the females or the males who are dressing provocatively and grabbing attention and feeling like I should be able to exist in this bubble where no people touch me. You are 100% right. You should be able to do that. But Mm -hmm. understand that there are going to be people there who are going to see and not be able to I'm sorry this is kind of going in a dark place I'm just simply <laughs> saying yeah just just understand that shit goes down in the DM you, know <laughs> shit goes down. you can tell that we have stories we got yeah. stories I, I've so, seen I some shit this. man and I don't want to see that happen to more people right that's all I'm I will saying. say this all right so the Muscani Center is where the main conference is that's where all the talks are right and uh, I would say the proximity would be where all the parties are and we were looking at the list and we we're going to share that list soon. Well, there's about 70 parties happening throughout that week. Yep. That's amazing. And so um, these guys that plan these parties are pretty smart. They plan it within the proximity. So you you basically have a, a square mile ish or even more mm-hmm. uh, to stay within where you're going to always be with a game developer with a group or something so you should be safe right it's just that when you're a newcomer and you don't know the city as well uh as other people or you don't know the people and you're just going alone where it it can get you can get easily lost Mm -hmm. right so uh just like anything anywhere you know it's better to travel in groups so let's get past that all right let's get to the to the party yeah. Well, well, GDC, all right, in general, again, you mentioned before with the talks and all this stuff, we're yeah. seeing the usual, right? You're seeing all the greatest tools for artists, uh, for game developers in general. Um, new features are being shared. Biggest games, you know, the games are always revealed. Uh, the talks themselves, I look through that list and every day from Monday through Friday, it's booked, right? Mm-hmm. 
every hour. And usually the conference opens from, I would say, 9, 10, 10 a.m. And then usually ends at 6 p.m. Uh, and every hour there's a talk. And uh, and in each hour, there's several talks. Right? There's, you got to pick and choose like mm-hmm. which one's your favorite. So we won't go into detail what talks there are. You can find that. Uh, but how would I find that, Larry? <laughs> the talks? The link. Well, yeah, the talks. all you got to do is look up GDC. You can go to the GDC main website. And from there, actually, you'll have access to the schedule day by day, which talks are going to be broken down, who's going to present, when they're going to present, which hall you need to be in, uh, what passes you need to be able to access that. All available from the GDC main website, which you can find in the show notes, just in case me saying go to the GDC website isn't enough. Right. So. Right. So it's we'll we'll link this, but it's schedule.gdconf or C-U-N-F-C. I already lost you. It's in the show notes. <laughs> so it directly links you to all the talks. Yeah. Uh, but you can find it on the main website if you does do a little um, investigating. But the talks themselves are I I feel like the most valuable, right? Uh, even if you go there, they do have an expo floor where, you know, there's booths and, you know, there's game displayed and the games that you can pretty much play. It's basically a huge gate, Dave and Busters for games that haven't been released yet. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's nice, right? It's definitely nice. But as a game developer, it's not an E3. You're not really there for that. It, it's a, it's a thing that you can go through within a day and be, be, I, I got it. I, I, I get what's going on. Yeah. Right. I, I've never done a repeat before, even at E3. Um, if it wasn't for just hanging out with friends, uh, I, I don't really do a repeat on the expo floor. It just gets kind of tiring. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I do see is that if people are waiting in those Nintendo lines for like five hours for the first mm-hmm. day and then return the second day they go to other booths, I could see that, but yeah. Please don't do that. <laughs> don't wait in lines. It's it's a waste of the resources that are walking by, mm-hmm. basically. Um, so let's kind of talk about that. Let's talk about the the people, the type yeah. of people, right? What's the right approach here? Professionals and students alike, sure. I feel, can run into issues when meeting new people. So what what's your advice? Here? So I would say this, the type of attitude that you have towards how you introduce yourself to people should probably depend on the time. But I'll say more often than not, the last thing you should think of when going to somebody is this person can get me a job, right? Because the people that can get you jobs can smell the 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 hunger for the connection and the desperation for the opportunity. They can just smell it. They can feel it in your handshake and how you look at them and, you know, how you don't break eye contact as you're walking over to them. You know, it's there's nothing worse than knowing like, oh, here we go. I'm about to be asked for, oh, you you work at Treyarch. Cool. I love Call of Duty. I'm a level designer. Give me a job. Right? Like, it's not so bad if you introduce yourself and say, like, you do this, you do that, and it's cool that they work there. But they, oh, my God, don't hit them right away with the, what can you do for me, Mr. Person, who I just walked up to, who's already in the industry, who already has a job, who owes me nothing. Tell me that you can get me a job. Here, here's my portfolio of like Dragon Ball Z drawings, you know, right. <laughs> it's uh, so here's it's just I, like, yeah. yeah, it's just like any friendships. Right. Yeah. So go ahead. So this is this is my approach at GDC. It's it's kind of a lax atmosphere, even though it's professional, even though we're there watching seminars and, you know, meeting people. Ninety nine percent of the time, I feel like you're going to do better if you just introduce yourself as a person 
who is working or interested in getting into the game industry, but don't let that even be part of the conversation in the first two, three minutes, right? Like if you find a way to talk to somebody about, let's say, you know, a couple of guys are talking about a game that they really enjoyed and you're nearby and, you know, maybe somehow you get introduced or invited to the conversation through laughter, you know, maybe you throw in a quick one-liner and they laugh and, you know, you're invited into the talk. Don't be like, yeah, and, and I'm looking for a job. Don't even let that come up. Because you will be more successful if people just think that like you're a cool person and you know you're pretty dope. And then if you have interesting things to say that adds to the conversation, that's usually how they can kind of feel out like, oh, you know, this person seems like one, they know their stuff, they're knowledgeable about what we're whatever we're talking about. You know, maybe they work in the industry somewhere. Let me ask. So hey kid, you know, well, what do you do? Where do you work? I, I don't know you. Where are you from? Oh, you know, my name's Colin Eric and I'm, you know, just a young concept artist. I go to AI. I'm just, you know, looking to get into the industry somehow. Right? Like, let the opportunity present itself that way. Because if you go around to places where people are just trying to be people, just trying to talk and connect mm-hmm. with their friends who they haven't seen in years and they're excited and then you rush in and bust in front of them while they're like rekindling their relationship with each other with right, your stupid right, right. portfolio. Yeah. It yeah. ain't going to work, man. No, it never works. <laughs> like just being genuinely interested, people can feel that the people can see that. Like as soon as you become opportunistic, you, yeah. you know, you rush yourself into forming a a a, a forceful friendship, right? Yeah. That, that that never works. Mm-hmm. Especially a week sounds like a long time, but it really isn't, right? Mm-hmm. For a lot of people that are meeting old friends mm-hmm. and, and and everything and catching up and hanging out. Um and any minute of that can be uh wasteful uh for them if you're trying to get in there and 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 trying to promote your own stuff with that being said i mean that's pretty much what the parties are for so you know it is not it is the place to find jobs um i didn't even know of this about party i I thought there was just parties but pretty basically you know the 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 put together by recruiters of that certain company and it's to invite you uh, uh to peep into their world of what it's like you know mm-hmm. so they're gonna sugar you up they're gonna look at your stuff they're gonna take yeah. you seriously yep. they're gonna try to if they like you in a face-to-face you know they're gonna follow up uh and and make the process a lot faster to be honest like yep. there's no phone thing or anything right they met you in person they talked to you so those those parties are if anything if you were to network if you were to go there and talk to people uh, I would try to get to those parties, mm-hmm. like try to get an invitation, try to uh, clutch, uh, you know, uh, grab onto a group or, or someone that has access to that. Because uh, on the developer side, right, if we're talking to students or just new professionals out there, you know, the, the companies are actively asking their employees to invite people to these events. Mm-hmm. So they're looking for you to come to them. Right. But so you, you got to look for that opportunity, if anything, to then start mm-hmm. pimping your portfolio. Yeah. So I've got a pro tip for 2018 people who are trying to get in the industry or at least just trying to get employed again. Let's just say you may not be a student, but you're you are job hunting. I'll just say um, my suggestion for you is find the companies that you want to work for, especially if they're big companies, because they will have representatives at GDC recruiters, especially Follow all the recruiters on Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever social media connections that you can find for that person, follow them and not to like, like do it now so that they don't see it like the day before, 
right? Make Let them see now that like, oh, you follow them, you follow them, no big deal. Because what's going to happen is as we get to GDC and they're like, oh, you know, hanging out at the Wiggy party or uh, doing this or doing that, you can look at it and say like, oh, snap, that's right down the street. I'm going to go and see if I can bump into this recruiter. And that person is actually like the first gatekeeper for you getting a job there. And so they might even just be posting like, hey, we got extra tickets for our party tonight. You know, come over here to get to get on the list. Mm. They're going to go to their social medias and then the company website or even on the uh, what do you call it? The LinkedIn for themselves to like post this up to date information. So if there is any time to be following recruiters on social medias or anything like this, it's Mm -hmm. definitely GDC time because they're going to announce that like, hey, we're doing a portfolio review here or, hey, you know, we got Skrillex at our party, you know, Mm -hmm. see you tonight at seven o'clock at the West Gate at this and that, this and that. Mm hmm. I think GDC should be just about party hunting. Uh, the talks are great and everything, but the parties are, I feel like, the most interaction and then meeting people because, as you can imagine, when you're doing a talk or when you're watching a talk, you're, you're sitting in chairs next to each other watching a talk. You're not talking as much mm-hmm. as you would like uh, because that would be rude. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if anything, if you're coming in and you're flying in hot, right, hopefully. We can cover a bit, but like you have a place to stay. Uh, first recommendation is stay with a friend. Mm-hmm. If you know anyone remotely living near or right. in San Francisco, that's the best place to be, right? Uh, crash the couch or do something. It's definitely the cheapest. If you don't have a friend, right? Airbnb is obviously the next choice for many. Um, it is a big event. San Francisco recognizes us mm-hmm. as a major event. They've, we've been around long enough to know that, uh, to let them know that, Hey, we need to prepare for this. Yeah. So most likely we're recording this two weeks out. Like most things are booked or yeah. about to, by be the time you hear this, price, the yeah. hotel prices, I'm sure are like F you prices. Skyrocketed. So exactly. you might want to look in surrounding areas. If you want a hotel, and you also need an affordable hotel mm-hmm. looking right in San Francisco is probably going to be way out of the question. Right. Even hotels tonight is not going to hold you down. No. Uh, so I think you got to be left in the, I mean, there are cheap places yeah. like hostels and stuff. Uh, that's another alternative. <laughs> the rat um, roof in. <laughs> the rat roof in. But if you're listening to the podcast, you know, this might be a shameless plug, but we have a discord channel. Mm-hmm. Might be a good idea to talk to each other. Maybe you guys can room up. Yeah. And uh, hopefully our fans are all cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we, yeah. let's say a disclaimer: we we're not responsible for if you guys start like hacking each other to pieces. Dude, right? when I was a, a student, I remember one of my GDCs. We had two queens in a bedroom, five people, two in each yeah. bed, and one in the little slit in the middle on the ground. We made it work. Honestly, we made it work. Honestly, all you need. Yeah. You shouldn't be sleeping that week, to be honest. It'll be just going in and just having a warm place to just close your eyes. But you should be staying up pretty late to those parties, hanging out, laughing it all, and sucking yeah. it up because it is really, to me, about that. Just mm-hmm. Having fun with your friends and, yeah. and staying up as late as possible. Yeah. Uh, so a place to sleep, as you can imagine, is just what five six hours so minimizing that value in terms of money (laughs) would be best because you're really not spending that much time in there so you know uh jump into the discord talk to anyone i'm pretty sure people are going and haven't booked anything yet so there might be opportunities there where you can guys can can bunk it or like 
get an Airbnb. There's plenty of Airbnbs. I know that for sure. Um, you can do some fishing because yeah. I don't think everybody is that savvy about San Francisco events yeah. to to uh, overprice things. Yeah, the whole so you might find a good deal. Yeah, you might find a good deal with Airbnb, and even better, you do it as a group. Right, that's that's killer right there. Maybe in some point, right? We'll do like a <laughs> real world. Uh, <laughs> no, that'd be too crazy. Eight strangers in the house plus Larry and Brandon. yeah, yeah. I, I like I like the interwebs and this mic separating us from <laughs> from people I haven't met yet. Yeah. But maybe at some point, right? Um, but right now, just do like an impromptu, totally spontaneous. Go in there and discuss because I, i'm pretty sure there's a lot of listeners out there that haven't booked and you guys at least have one type of similarities that you guys are listening to us so yeah. that's that's one that's one contact right there if you don't know anyone yeah so definitely follow us on twitter and see what we're going to be up to for gdc weekend you might be surprised you might be surprised so before we go into that though like let's talk about where can I find these parties? Right, I mentioned seventy. Yep. How so, do I know? So, uh, what I've gone and done for everyone on this podcast is I found a list that is basically kept up to date of all the companies throwing their GDC parties, where it is, when it is, what the event is, also who to contact to get in on the guest list, and if it's free, it says free. If it costs money, it says it costs money. So this is just this alone, getting yourself on five or 10 of these parties is probably all you really need. So pick the ones that you want to go to even double up because if it's free and you don't show up, they probably won't care and won't even notice. Uh, So sign up, find these parties, contact other people who you know, who might want to be going to some parties, go in there too strong, at least, you know what I mean? So you have a wingman or wing woman as you, you know, go into these environments, but yeah. This is a big list. This is probably the best free resource that we can give out right now for a GDC episode. All of the parties that we have found all on one list, where to contact, how to get in and how much to pay when it is like it's so convenient. If you don't go to parties and you were given this list, it's your own fault. Yeah. So that's in the link description. And again, these parties are the place where you want to shove your stupid portfolio in front of people <laughs> it's because they expect it people know yeah. it's a way for you to introduce yourself but yeah. uh again you know how do you get into that riot party how do you mm-hmm. get to these other parties that's how you do it you yeah. people party hop the whole night so you meeting the right people at those parties they're like hey we're gonna ditch this and we're gonna go to the other one all right, tag in with you. all right come with me yeah. that's usually how it happens so um that's your ticket right there if you didn't plan mm-hmm. it out the best part is for me is when I think about um, just the party experience in general, right? And let's say you go and you do want to network. You're already ahead because you're going to get a couple of free drinks, maybe a free sandwich, some finger yeah. food. You get mm-hmm. meals worth of food at all these parties, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. if they say, ah, no, thanks. You know what I mean? You got your dinner taken care of for and it was a free party. Yeah. And for those who are shaking their head, saying that there's no way I can keep getting free food. Well, I am a standing proof (laughs) of last year. I experimented with this. I went three full days without paying a single meal. 
and I had full fledged dinner meals that was delicious, Dude. right? That I wouldn't even pay for if it had the money because it was too expensive. Yeah, you're talking so, to a free food aficionado over here, so yeah, dude. So you be they actually these are decent food. They're not just finger food. They're like sliders and hot dogs and shit. So it's pretty good. Yeah. So uh, look forward to that. Yeah. And uh, some of these parties, yeah, like you said, is invitation only. Mm. So the only way you can do that is just, you know, go to the earlier ones to make contact, and then, and like you, I, I mentioned before, these these are employees that are encouraged to bring people to these parties. You just got to meet the right people, yeah. and and that's kind of like a ticket of uh, a ticket of approval. If they invite you, it's like, hey, I like you. Like, why don't you come to our party? And that's a that's a reference, right? That's a referral that actually helps because when you talk to a recruiter, he's like, "Oh, I'm actually was invited by this guy who works for you." I was like, "Oh, he we like that guy because yeah. he still works for us." Yeah. Uh, so that that's a easy way to segue into employment. So it, it's all connected, right? Like, do your best to plan, but there's going to be a lot of spont- spontaneity that's going to happen you know people you meet you know parties that just unravel itself uh and uh, it's a really fun if you keep your eyes open and uh be interesting (laughs) things are gonna happen uh yeah um and so just be 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 on your toes Mm -hmm. but come in with some sort of a plan yeah like i wouldn't plan minute by minute but coming prepared with these lists of uh, that we just provided you guys Mm -hmm. would help kind of tailor what your nights are going to be for that week. basically. So I got another pro tip actually, since we keep talking about recruiters and maintaining a relationship there. So this is a trick and I hate to call it a trick, but it's more of a take advantage of an inconvenience. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, so if you let's say you're a student, right, or let's say you're a junior level, like you haven't even had an industry job yet and you're talking to recruiters and the first one of the first things they, they usually like to do is try to sniff out students. And just because they, they just want to separate like, OK, this is like top tier kind of clientele and this is someone who I might look at if we have junior positions open. But here's a way that you can kind of jump into that that I am a higher than a student level kind of category. So what I did and I think this could work for any discipline that has like a demo reel is when you're talking to recruiters, even as a student or an entry level, and they're like, oh, what do you do? Don't say junior designer. Don't say junior animator or junior artist. Just say the lowest version of that job that doesn't have junior in front of it. Like, oh, I'm a level designer. I'm an animator. I'm an environment artist. You don't have to say senior. Don't say lead. Don't lie. But just say I'm a blank. Right. And let's say, oh, cool. Well, what have you worked on? Now, that's like the second gut check of like, you probably don't have any projects where you can say like, shit, uh, yeah, me and a couple of buddies at my school, we put together this, like, don't say that. Come back with, well, actually, I've almost, I put the finishing touches on my newest reel. I'd actually be really happy to send it to you if you care to see. It -hmm. shows everything. So you don't even have to say I'm a student and I have no finished projects that are professional to show. You, you hit them with a tasty morsel of, actually, I just put the finishing touches on my newest reel, and it shows everything. I'd be happy to send it to you. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, no problem. And they think like the gut check is done. They bring you in the party. They introduce you to people. They give you food. It worked for me way back in the day, but I did have a reel to show, right? Like that showed yeah, quality yeah, work, yeah, yeah. but none of the stuff on the reel was like shipped projects. It was just the best that I was able to do with my level design stuff. And here I am some 11 years later, lead designer at a company making video games. Uh, it's right. It's sneaky because you're not giving them the answer that they're looking for. You're just getting themselves out of the way so that they can see your work. And obviously they're going to evaluate the work and say yes or no. But that trick has actually helped me a couple of times when I knew that like my resume had nothing that people would be impressed by. So I used a language kind of, Oh, just, I've finished this reel. I can give it to you. Just check it out. It shows everything. That's the key. It shows everything. Cause to them it's like, okay, cool. I'll see the projects you worked on. And it ends that conversation where they're trying to gut check you and it ushers in the conversation of, so this is Dave. He's one of the senior designers. Why don't you and Dave go talk? I'll get you guys a drink. So, yeah, I mean, that's really good way to actually just not lowering yourself before giving you the opportunity. And again, it's not lying. You're putting together a demo reel and just show that because yeah, it is a showstopper in a lot of cases. If recruiters hear student, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, all right, I got to move on to other, objects in the room (laughs) but like especially this goes for game developers who are looking for a job right obviously if you are just um looking for new opportunities you can just say where you work but if you are unemployed or uh you're on freelancing or whatever you know you can just mention you're a new developer or or something like that (laughs) don't say unemployed it's not a sexy word to throw around uh, just establish the value for yourself yeah oh yeah for sure get that smell of desperation off your body get it off because look you're in within five blocks of thousands of thousands of game developers mm-hmm. we're talking about the best in the world are among that crowd right are, do you really think that if you they say if you mention you're unemployed and You've been struggling for all this time. You're totally desperate for anything. Mm-hmm. Like, why would they waste their time on you, man? They could just turn around and see like the best environment artist or designer they've ever met in the industry. So, uh, making yourself attractive in any way possible. It'd be good to actually practice your pitch. You know, these parties are loud, right? Everyone's drinking and everything. You're pretty much going to get like a sentence or two uh, to pique interest before they move on to something else. Um, so latching on is good, but you got to read the situation, right? Uh, you don't want to be clingy. If the back and forth is really cool, you know, just remember to give them space. I feel like I'm getting like dating advice, but a lot of it is the same thing, right? It's just social awareness and, um, making yourself appealing mm-hmm. basically. So, uh, and again, everything we're saying is just like, I see this happening around the parties. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's where it happens. That's what GDC is about. And again, if you're going to San Francisco or you're worried about not being able to afford, even at this point that you're listening to the podcast, I can't afford the tickets because they are 800 bucks, yeah. right? I don't go unless my company or whatever yeah. sponsors me. So I understand. But <clears throat> longtime listeners know I went to GDC without any tickets <laughs> and I had a blast. I had a blast. <laughs> so you should be the same, right? Literally, the streets are littered with game developers yeah. outside of the conference. Like yeah. full, the full day, 
full day. So everyone's always hanging out. And you can tell we stand out so loud. <laughs> it's just so as much fun in the surrounding areas. Exactly. Yeah. So give yourself that opportunity. Um, you know, these parties, as you can hopefully guess, that they don't require GDC passes to get into these, right? They just need bodies. So uh, if you're on the fence and and if it's only because of the price of the tickets, don't let that be the reason, right? Mm-hmm. You should go. You should really go um, because you're going to have fun. Yeah. So uh, what's next, do you think, on the agenda there, Mr. Brandon Fan? Uh, well, talked about I, I, the parties, I, talked about connecting and how to get recruiters to be interested in seeing your stuff, how to follow them. Is there any special, special news well, I, I, before we get to the special, special oh. news, <laughs> I we keep delaying this, but, uh, you know, the relevance of leaving a business card or some sort, mm. because, you know, in their shoes, right? I don't know if, Larry, you have any awesome tips about this, but, you know, outside of the amazing impression of being a six foot five, <laughs> black, <laughs> two to 80 pounds, many of us kind of blend in, right? Especially uh, the Asians. Uh, yeah. So, like, how would I leave an impression on someone if I'm struggling with the social part of it? Like, mm-hmm. business cards, are they still relevant? Like, is there anything I can do extra that can help if I'm not very, you know, I'll, I could talk, sure, but I, I'm not the most, you know, social attractive person in the room okay well here's here's what i can say i'm not gonna lie and i'm gonna be brutally honest obviously having some social skills right is kind of necessary in our industry because they're not just hiring someone who can do the work they're hiring someone that they have to sit next to they're hiring somebody that they have to listen to when they talk they're hiring somebody that they have to deal with just you know at company meetings company picnic company like the awkward guy isn't going to really last. It's it's very difficult if that person is a very awkward person and is very extroverted, I'll just say. Uh, so this is all I can say about if you feel like you're not necessarily the most social person, maybe you get nervous when you talk to people you don't know or for whatever reason. I would hope that you understand that that's something that may it may be difficult for you to overcome. But I still think you should try. And I would say I'm sure you have at least one friend who you know that is like that guy is really good at talking to people or that girl is really good at talking to people. Have a conversation with that person and tell them I'm going to an event. It's going to be social and it could help my career. I would just like to engage in conversation with you. Don't say it like that. I would just like to kind of talk to you to get some practice and be more comfortable just kind of talking to people about what I do. Right. Mm. If that person seems bored. Tell them like if you like if I'm boring you tell me or if I'm not communicating properly tell me if I'm taking too long to talk tell me give yourself an opportunity to just talk to somebody else who's going to critique how you talk to people because they could probably give you tips that you might not have even thought of and you'll be armed with that information before you go to GDC. It'd be like, okay, Shelly said, I talk too much. I look everywhere else but at the person that I'm talking to. And she said, my handshake was really, really weak. Okay, I'm going to make sure I give a nice handshake. I'm going to make sure that I'm concise and I'm explicit with what I want to say and say it when I want to say it. And I'm going to make sure that I listen to what they have to say. It's not all about me. It's about conversation, right? It's a give and take. I will say some things, they will say some things. So I think if you're a person who 
let's just say the general population or just people in general might have called you socially awkward before. I can't coach you through this just through one podcast, but what I can say is at least take the step to try to improve that and work with somebody before you go to the big show. Go armed with what you think you need to do differently. And as far as making an impression goes, everyone around you is going to be probably doing the wrong thing when it comes to trying to promote and get a job. You're going to see a lot of people rush in. Hey, you work at this company before asking like, hey, what's your name or hi, how are you doing? When you see the, hey, you work at this company, that person already has their like they're in defense mode. They're super in defense mode because if they're at a pursuit like a Blizzard or, you know, Rockstar, mm-hmm. uh, you know, any one of these big studios that everyone knows and loves. Oh, my God, you work at this company defense mode. You've already yeah. messed up. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let leave your fanboyism starstruckness behind. Even if you want to go to someone and tell them that you appreciate them, you have to do it as if that's your neighbor and not freaking a rock star lord of the game industry. So, like, if I were walking up to, let's just say, Cliffy B, who, like, when Gears of War came out originally, I was a huge Gears of War fan. And if I would have met Cliffy B at that time when it came out, I probably would have lost my shit and, like, oh, man, it's like, and then, yeah, yeah, okay, kid. Like somebody get this guy away from me right Right, now as a seasoned vet, what I would tell myself in that situation, if I would, if I had my brain now, but in that time period, I'm like, Oh man, yo, look, you guys did a really great job with gears of war, man. I was really impressed. It's like a great game to kind of like help the Xbox 360 get established this considerable risk in, you know, kind of using your tech demo as a game. And then it turns into a huge product. I just got to give you guys props, man. Way to go. Let that and then see what happens. Right. Stop talking. You might get. Oh, yeah. Thanks, man. Cool. Glad you really like it. And if they turn to walk away, then you got to let them walk away because clearly you're not. That person is busy. That person is not interested or, you know, just read, read the signals. But if they're like, oh, hey, thanks, man. I'm really glad you liked it. What was your favorite part? Now they're like, well, okay, well, you know, like this level specifically, I, I tried to do this and that, and I saw the game kind of anticipated that I might do that, and there was a surprise waiting for me around the corner. I just thought it was really thorough that your designers put that together. Who was on that level, right? Like, start engaging in conversation, but always be short, concise, and direct about what you're saying. Don't babble. Don't use and then, and, but also just say the one thought that answers the question that they asked. Or ask them a specific question and don't give them categoric answers. So the best way to say this is don't ask, hey, so when you guys were making this game, did you do it like this or did you do it like this? Just ask them, hey, what was the process for making that? And then don't mm. don't try to categorize their answer by putting in like a choice because you're yeah. probably wrong about both. Let them tell you what the answer is. And so yeah. I feel like if you can do that and you just talk to people and Talk to them like your neighbor or your friend from summer camp that you know you guys are good friends and it's okay. You're not like gonna like, oh my god, I'm so excited about you. I'm the best friend. Here's my business card. They're not gonna take it. You know what I mean? So just yeah. talk to them like your neighbor. Like, oh, yeah. hey, hey, Joan. Hey, good to see you. Yeah, great stuff. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Like, I think if you're uh, socially awkward or you have trouble talking or making conversations, people don't get bored talking about themselves, right? <laughs> so it, by default, you know, if if you need a basic foundation to go off from, just ask questions. Like Larry said, straight to the point. 
and just listen enough to be able to ask the following questions. A lot of, like an interview, right? If Larry and I spent the most of the time interviewing all our guests and talking most of the time, it would be a very boring, boring, boring episode. Yeah. Um, so, you know, what type of questions can you ask? Well, we have a catalog of episodes, hopefully, yeah. that can help guide you through a conversation. And a lot of it is just being able to listen, being genuinely interested in that person to be able to come up with questions, right? Um, if you come from a place of interest, these questions are going to come out. Mm. Uh, if you're just sitting there and thinking about uh, what to ask next after his mouth or his or her mouth closes, then you're not listening, right? You're basically just worried about yourself yeah. and that, that can be felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Uh, so just by default, just be interested in the person and hopefully questions will start flowing through your head. Yeah. So, I mean that, that I think outside of like housing, flying in, traveling, uh, uh, being aware of your surroundings and the people you are with. And then finally being able to get to those parties to, to finally network and do whatever you want to do, either get jobs or just generally meet new people. Uh, that's the bulk of it. I feel right outside of the talks that are always great. Um, your time should be mostly spent around people mm-hmm. like the talks are great and i think the talks you should definitely go if it's a topic that you want to learn more about that's what they're there for that's what the gdc vault is for mm-hmm. but the opportunity to bump shoulders with the greatest game developers in the world and very interesting people that has the same likes and dislikes as you you know that happens only with that week so uh if you can balance your time and you're at least looking at your schedule and finding out what to prioritize, I would prioritize in this sequence, which is look at that party list, look at the ones you want to go to, especially the free ones, right? The free ones are great. You just, mm-hmm. um, even the free ones, you have to kind of uh, RSVP a bit so that, you know they don't get overcrowded. But um, I would hit those up first. And pay attention to the ones that are happening around that same time, same day, because those are the ones that are probably going to be the more exclusive ones where you have to be invited in. And that's uh, that's what you need to kind of keep in the back of your mind, not concentrate, but uh, find out who's going to that party within that free party. Uh, and, and that's just through good conversations basically if you want to go to the bigger ones and that's how it works right uh, that's really how it works people get invited through other parties mm-hmm. uh, and then you just party hop the whole time it's, yeah. it's fun man it's a lot of fun i hope you guys experienced that i hope if anything we help you get closer to that while we're there so i have uh, another pro tip to drop and it's party related right. so here's a tip that will help you get into the party that you really want to go to so know that big companies throw big parties, right? Like I always remember, I think like the white wolf party was always like, Oh man, you really got to go to that one. Blizzard always threw like really cool parties. Um, what I would do is if you knew when their party was, make sure you go out and party the day before, 
because if you're not already invited on that list or if you don't already, you know, have a connection to get you in, you're definitely not going to do it day of, right? Like day of everyone is like, that's the highest frequency of people asking their friend to ask their friend or asking the recruiter to hook them up. Or so if you're not already in, you're screwed. But day before, like from afternoon to like whatever party that night, Look for people who kind of work at that company and try to smooth and just kick up a cool conversation, do everything we were talking about and be like, you know, oh, hey, you know what? We got a party tomorrow. I'd love to talk to you more or introduce you to some folks at the Blizzard party or at the Rockstar party or at the White Wolf party. You know, the day before, if you know specifically that you're trying to work that party, you should be partying the day before, hoping to run into someone who's going to be going to that party. Mm-hmm. So that's that's. It's it's a it's a tough sell. It's it's harder, but it's not impossible. And there's less competition doing it that way. Right. And more time for you to be added to the list. Yeah. So sit down after this episode and strategize your whole week around parties (laughs) and then talks. Talks are guaranteed. You have an all access pass. You're you're getting into those talks and no one's going to stop you. This parties take a little bit more strategy mm. and pre-planning to get it done right. Um, so, yeah, I, I would spend my time with that because that's I, I feel that's where the most fun and most surprising things that can happen and make it more memorable mm. uh, for that week. And I want you guys to all have fun while you're there, which brings us to the final thing that we want to share. Right. Here we go. So we started this episode with saying, hey. We're officially not going to be there because we're we're not <laughs> we're not there <laughs> on Patreon wise, which is fine. But unofficially, we're still there. We're game developers. We hang out there. So Larry and I are going to be there uh, Friday, mm-hmm. right? Well, you know, you'll see some of us <laughs> there yeah. throughout the week. But Friday's our official day yeah. where we want to meet you guys and, yeah. and hang out, right? So uh, the best way to kind of find us would be through our Twitter account. We're going to be tweeting. Uh, so if you guys don't have Twitter, go up there uh, for Follow that week. Because, yeah. Any activities, anything that we do will be tweeted out and hopefully you guys can find us and mm-hmm. we can kick the shit. We're meeting up with a lot of old guests as well. So you might find us uh, with them, and yeah. which is also a treat. Put a face to that voice yeah. uh, of your favorite episode. But also be around some other high-level pro game developer, uh, game developers. <laughs> yeah. I've already so, been drinking for GDC tonight, <laughs> unfortunately. So, so professional. We, right. So, you know, it might be one of those things where we are the ones who bring you to those parties. Who knows, right? Who knows what happens? Yeah. So if you contribute a thousand to our Patreon, we'll, <laughs> exactly. we'll give you the handshake special where we will ha- we will make sure you shake hands. But no, I'm just exactly. kidding. Uh, but I we'll will say this. To every single person who has put even a dollar in the Patreon, I don't want you to think that, oh, we didn't achieve our goal. So, no, we... We we have money in the account that's going to pay for the gas that lets me drive up to GDC. <laughs> and so I appreciate the help. Obviously, I'm paying for my car maintenance and whatever, whatever. But we didn't say, hey, we don't have like passes to get into GDC from our podcasting. That's fine. I'm just happy that we're still committing to making an event. We're going to be there. Brandon's already into SF, so I'm going to be driving up. And we're going to find a place to get cozy, to throw a nice little event. And if you're listening to this, then you're invited. 
It's as simple as right. that. Follow us on Twitter. Make sure you're watching us for Friday. I think it's the 23rd. Let me yes. pull up my account. So Friday the 23rd, make sure you're following us on Twitter all day because we will drop where the event is going to be, what time, and we'd love to see you there. Shake your hand, give you a hug, and thank you for your support. Yeah, and we're going to do fun stuff too, like Larry Knight. We're going to... We're going to have a portable mic and we're going to try to do some interviews, mm-hmm. <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, it might be one of those things where we'll, we'll just drop the mic and have fun. I mean, that's pretty much what that day is about. So thank you guys uh, for everything. Uh, that pretty much wraps it up. We yeah. are looking forward. So this one should be coming out a week before GUC. So hopefully yeah. you guys have a week to take anything that we set into account and then uh, we'll see you there. Basically, I do have one favor to ask if you yourself may not be able to go to GDC. That's fine, because we know that these people are like all over the world. But we put a lot of effort into putting this episode specifically together and the knowledge bombs that we dropped. So if you know somebody who might be going or who just might be interested in knowing these behind the scenes tips or extra strategies that may help, just please just send them this episode. It's This isn't about popularity or publicity. It honestly is about, I think that this stuff is like gold and it could get mm-hmm. people jobs or at least help people get closer to a job. So if you know somebody who could benefit off of hearing this episode, share this one for sure. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we also like listeners too, so share it. <laughs> so, all right. This is where it is. All right. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, Orange County by day, San Francisco by night. Shit, San Francisco by flight. Larry Charles, I'm saying good night. <laughs> all right, guys. I'll see you guys next week. If you enjoyed this podcast and you want to stay in touch or continue to follow our developments, then you need to go to facebook.com forward slash game dev unchained and drop a like and stay in touch. You can also get the direct feed for this podcast on soundcloud.com forward slash game dev unchained.